0: Hey, Dylan. Hi. What's your podcasting? Hey, Mitchell. Hey. Where are you podcasting? Right here. What's that pod? What's that that
1: pod? pod? Well,
0: that sucked. Welcome to Well, That Sucked, a podcast where three brothers suffer through movies rated lower than 30% on Rotten Tomatoes just for your entertainment. I'm your host, Dylan Wigella, and I am joined by my two co-hosts, my brothers, Nick Wigella, and the God himself, the podcast creator, our favorite brother, Mitchell Thank Wigella. You. How Thank are you? you? Um, uh, Dylan, it's really nice to be joined here uh, by the two of you again for another week. Uh, I'm doing pretty good, pretty fantastic. Can't really complain. Mitchell, uh, do we, uh, wait, Dylan, before we get into what how Mitchell's doing, do we want to hear that? Do we want to hear how Mitchell's doing? Yeah. Or should we just skip it? Yeah, let's just skip it. Mitchell, All right. screw you. Let's go into the next. Um, I'm doing pretty well. I'm actually going to hang out with our other brother tomorrow night for the first time uh, in a while. Whoa, whoa, we don't we talk. We don't talk about him. We don't talk about him. Whoa, Thirty whoa. minutes from, <laughs> from 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 me. Um, but yeah, we're going to hang out. Uh, you know, Arizona is a hotbed for COVID nineteen, so that's been quite interesting. I hear people waiting ten hours in line to get tests. Wait, Dylan, did you say here. it's a
1: hotbed? Because I could have sworn it was a bed. dry heat.
0: <laughs> oh, it is hot here with some spicy COVID. I don't know if that's an appropriate <laughs> joke, but <laughs> we made it. Mitchell, how are you doing actually, though? Because I really don't care that much about Nick because he didn't create the podcast. So,
1: You know, boys, other than creating just amazing concepts for podcasts, uh, I'm doing well. Just uh, average old Mitch stuff, golfing, working, rapping, Mitch Dubs. I will get to that later, but I'm good, bro. I've
0: been Doing getting well. into some really weird kinds of porn while my masturbating is uh, uh, taking place. Well, yeah, okay. absolutely. That's a way <laughs> to take
1: it. Let's say we um, started with stepsisters and it just went somewhere else.
0: If we're going to get sexual, let's get That's into our first I brought it segment up. <laughs> here. Things That Suck um, is uh, the first segment that we have on this show. We like to start it off with talking about something that we can't stand, we don't like, and we don't want anything to do with. And it's my turn this week. And after thinking, actually, I had prepared mine last week because I thought it was my turn, but it wasn't. So We're getting on this, one guys. We're getting while. used to it. Give us, give us a break. Yeah,
1: geez, get off our backs. Quit writing in. Quit emailing. Quit calling. We're working it out.
0: Now, I am a guy who is not a huge fan of uh, sugar. I don't eat a lot of sweets, um, so maybe this fits in my category. But the thing that I think that sucks and I can't stand is a type of candy. And I'm going to describe it, and I'm going to see if my brothers can guess what it is. All right. Okay, so all right, this maybe is maybe. A, a candy. I, I, I am technically in the candy business, so if I don't get this, I'm going to be very mad at myself. Or you described it poorly, which is the more likely of the two scenarios. So this is not something that Nick sells in his business. Um, this is something that comes in a tube. It's a dick. Rolo. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a not dick. a it's not a very complicated candy. Mentos. Um, it's very cheap, and you dump it into your mouth. And
1: if sticks. You get,
0: if you get it wet at all. It's problematic. It is a pixie stick. This is definitely stick. a dick. This is definitely <laughs> a penis. <laughs> LSD. It it's is. LSD. It is a pixie stick. I cannot stand pixie sticks. Like, I feel like the concept is okay. Like, oh, I'm going to put the sugar in my mouth and go crazy. But they're almost impossible to work. Like, I feel like every time I've had a pixie stick, it just doesn't work properly. And I don't get anything. And it's a lot more frustrating
1: when I is the last like, time you like had de- a pixie stick? I
0: feel like you're describing every single time I try to have sex when I'm really really drunk.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: God. Um, every pixie sticks. Episode. Pixie sticks. The the thing is, right
0: The things with pixie sticks are um, uh, it is essentially cocaine for children, and that's I feel true. like that's kind of what it was meant to be. Like I remember in middle school watching, uh, friends of mine snort pixie sticks because they thought it would be funny, and done it. You know, being an older person who has been around cocaine and, you know, allegedly maybe have tried it once or twice. I'm not saying I for sure did, but, but, uh, okay. yeah, what the fuck is with this type of candy? What, is it just pure sugar
1: that you pour into your mouth? Yeah, also, you know, I let's don't talk know. about, I think so. you know those giant tubes that they have at the candy stores? In what world? The, oh, do the you, Magnums? Yeah, the Magnum tubes, <laughs> I think they call them. <laughs> <laughs> the XLs? No, that shit's crazy. No, it's way too much sugar for me. I don't think I've ever been a fan, but...
0: Is it just sugar and sour shit? I don't know how to open them, you know? So, like... I, yeah, I don't that's know that. That's I don't weird. know that's, that's your problem struggle, with yeah. it. <laughs> it's like you're like, I, you yeah, know,
1: yeah, I hate Capri Suns because I can't get the straw in. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I, actually, yeah, actually, Capri actually, Suns are pretty, a good candidate legitimate. for something else. That's Bringing this food. back
0: to sex, yes, I've had that problem, too. Okay, (laughs) All right. well let's get into it this week Um, The movie that we had this week was a movie that Nick got to pick this week And before I give you a synopsis, we have a new segment uh, that I came up with today And Nick has no idea what this is, so we'll see how it goes But I thought it would be kind of fun to start our podcast off with what I'm calling a 15 second movie breakdown review And Nick gets to describe the movie that he picked in 15 seconds. And I'm going to time him here. Um, (laughs) And then we're going to get into the actual synopsis. So let's see how you do. you got 15 seconds to describe the movie. Go. So a sorority, a black sorority at a college in the city. I don't know where it is. It has a step team. The uh, head stepper
1: can't get, or has to go to Harvard. Way fast. But can't go to Harvard. So...
0: She has to. Stop. Okay. God. Good
1: job. Let me try it. Let me try it. Okay. Run the timer back. Okay. Go. Uh, there's a woman who attends a black sorority in college. She leads a step team. She has to help a white sorority start a step team in order to save their fraternity and also to grant her admission into Harvard. Done.
0: Okay. Well, oh, that's yeah, you podcast. did a little better than me, Mitchell. No, sorry. All right. We'll be back next week. Uh, M- Mitchell, what is something that's good? What? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so that's later. Um, so, the movie that we had this week is called Stepsisters. And what this movie is about is our main character, Jamila, um, who seems to have it all. She's the president of her sorority, captain of the step dance crew, student liaison to the college dean, and she has been accepted to Harvard Law School when the hard partying white girls from Sigma Beta Beta embarrass the school. Jamila is ordered to come to the rescue by teaching the rhythmatically challenged how to dance in hopes of winning step 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 stepcacular. How do you say? It? I don't know how to say it. The, the dancing, yes, the way you just the said it. The most competitive <laughs> of Works dance well. competitions. And this film was rated by, twenty. And by by rhythmic, rhythmically challenged, they mean a bunch of white drunk idiots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So the all of our friends back idiot. in Michigan. <laughs> um, the, the Shots fired. Rece- <laughs> oh, dude.
1: Whoa. Film, dude. Love you guys. I'm, I'm
0: just joking. The film received 22% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, and, you know, this week, part of the, if you listened last week, part of the reason we chose this movie, Nick, do you want to tell people why you chose this movie? There's a special I mean, acting if, role. If you've been listening to this podcast, you know why we chose this chose this movie because on this podcast we stand gage go lightly. Go
1: go gage go lightly.
0: Gage You're so cool and probably not really good at making movies. You have seven hundred Twitter followers, but have three million net worth. Yeah, and I don't
1: believe that net worth, but whatever.
0: <laughs> She's been in a lot of TV shows. That's I mean true. actually I should believe that. I don't know why
1: I said that. Yeah. Dude, quit hating on my girl, dude. Yeah. It's Gage. That's Gage. it's like family. Go lightly. <laughs> <laughs> go lightly on it.
0: So we do have Gage Go Lightly. Mitchell, is there anyone else you'd like to note? I don't think a lot of the people in this movie um are super famous for their, their careers in acting. I will mention the main character Jamila is paid by is played by um I want to make sure I pronounce the name right. So give me just a moment here.
1: <laughs> do, 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 Thank you. Do, for the, the actress's name is Megalyn
0: Eki Eke, kunwoke I think I probably would uh, pronounce Oh Flawless, that. Dylan. Flawless. What it's a hard. pronunciation um, <laughs> um, Nice nah, Dylan You, is you, you last pronounced that about just as good As I did trying to give a 15 second Summary of this movie on the spot Okay I feel like it was a <laughs> little bit better Than that but um, So uh, she's our main character In this film and honestly I think that She she did a fine job in her role I don't really have much criticism For her Yeah, uh, Acting wise in the majority of this film I don't have Many complaints
1: Right. I mean, obviously, there was one person who acted a lot better than the other people. Um, but, I mean, not everybody can be Gage, you know?
0: Right, yeah. You gotta go lightly to be Gage. Go lightly.
1: Yeah. But, I mean, while we're on the topic, there's not really any noteworthy names in here. There's Eden Share plays Beth. Mm,
0: mm. Can we talk about Eden Share for a second? Uh, of course. Eden Share is somebody I randomly have had, like, a celebrity crush on for a long time. I don't know why, but I think she's just entirely goofy and pulls off that kind of role perfectly in anything she's in. I and think by she had a she's in, great I role mean, in this movie. <laughs> What'd you say? I thought she did great in this movie. I, oh I, yeah. I, I mean, was laughing a lot because of of her. Uh, yeah, Eden Cher funny. is great. Love that bitch. So Nick, <laughs> uh, want to tell us a little bit about director and producer then. All right. Um so the director is uh, sorry, I looked him up. I might be forgetting his name, but I think it's Charles Stone III. Uh, he also directed. His pro- most famous movie is probably Drumline, and uh, starring Nick Cannon, of course. Which I feel like Drumline has a lot of similar tendencies in this movie, because it's like a, a, another movie that's like about a rhythmic type of performance that is like kind of uh, n- involves black culture. Uh, other than that, he's done a, a few other things. Oh, he was, I think, think—I—I'm pr- actually, I'm positive. He was uh, the creator of the very popular Budweiser What's Up commercials, which, you know, classic and iconic.
1: He's got a couple movies out there. He's got Drumline, Mr. 3000, uh, and then Stepsisters, really. Love- oh, Uncle Drew. Uncle Drew. Uncle. haven't seen Drew. Uncle Drew.
0: Have but you seen I, Uncle can't, I can't, that I can't imagine that being good. Oh, we, should put,
1: we should put Uncle Drew on this podcast because that movie was terrible. <laughs> did you I, see I it? I can't imagine I did it as higher if, than 30%. If it, if it
0: was a movie that Mitchell saw that wasn't science 62%. fiction and he didn't like... 62%. Uncle Drew? 62%. 62%.
1: So that's so so it was good. I liked potential. it. I mean, it wasn't bad. It was just stupid. You know? Wow. So, uh,
0: <laughs> a couple of other notes of information. You can find this movie on Netflix. It came out in 2018. Its budget was $10 million. It was written by chuck hayward um who is the same person uh he worked as one of the writers on the netflix show dear white people uh this movie is classified as a teen movie slash comedy um and ultimately honestly and i know we we will get to you know uh ratings later but this was definitely one of my favorite movies that we've watched on this show $10 million kind of seems like a very low budget for this movie. Like they, If that, if that's the case, then they definitely pulled this off.
1: Especially when you're thinking about the fact that the Emoji movie had a $50 million budget <laughs> compared to this. <laughs> Those well, actors
0: know. must not have got paid much. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, so I, don't, I don't know where I was going with that. Let's <laughs> jump into it. Um, so this uh, movie opens with... Uh, Us watching an all-black sorority step group at West Sky University. Um, They're performing mid-performance in front of this building, which I'm guessing is like the library or something. Um, One criticism I had at this point was that the sound didn't seem to necessarily match the step crew movements at some points in this, but it got better as the film went on, I felt like. I thought the the intro dance, while it was a, a pretty cool dance... I think it went on a little too long for the intro to a movie. You know what I mean? Like, it was... It it went went on kind of an obnoxious amount of time. Yeah, so... um, The performance, they they actually, towards the end of it, have some errors, which I feel like was kind of irrelevant because we don't focus on this group, even though they're the first group introduced to us. But we are introduced to the main character, Jamila, played by Megalyn kunwoke I'm trying to get it. (laughs) Um uh is and she's the main character and the leader of uh one of the leaders of this kind of sorority. And um at the end of the competition her friend uh Beth who is uh and, and by the way Jamila is a is a black woman and Beth her friend is a white um woman who comes up and says hello Eden Cher and, and that's Eden Cher and they have kind of a conversation and, and that's kind of how we are introduced Into the world, and we we figure out that's in a separate sorority, which we will get into here later. Yeah, I like how the movie starts with all these characters, and there's literally, like, one of them that is important for the rest of the movie. I guess... Two, but... Two of of them that, like, actually have dialogue, but, you know, like, the movie sets itself up to be, like, how it's not portrayed for the rest of the movie, which, you know, uh, failure on writing... Which I think is a big theme with all the movies that suck on this podcast. So Jamila, her main character, returns home to her boyfriend, who is a white male, um, Dane, played by, Ma- played by Matt McGorry. Um, and and she, it, you, you guys get Shia LaBeouf vibes from that guy.
1: Yeah, I mean, honestly, if you really want, I wanna, thought it was Shia LaBeouf
0: for like a, for a couple minutes. If <laughs> you want to
1: know like what type of white person this is, and like want to picture him in your head, his name what, what was it again? Dane.
0: Dane.
1: Yeah. So just picture a <laughs> picture a Dane wearing glasses. You got him. That's him. Yep.
0: Picture yeah, a Dane. I think that's baby. pretty much it. So um, <laughs> she starts kind of like feeling up on him, and happens to be that her parents are behind her, um, and then they start to have dinner. And during dinner, you know, her dad's kind of questioning her about uh, Dane, and, and this line I thought was kind of funny. Dane, we love you like a rescue puppy. You do realize that you're the Mayflower. You you you're Mayflower white, right? And I just thought that was kind of like <laughs> Yeah, wait, what, do what does that mean? I don't know what that means, but <laughs> I think it's because um, of like one
1: of the lines that he said. Like, did you hear the line uh at the end of like the dinner scene? I don't know which if you're planning I don't know if you're planning on highlighting it, but it was the that halibut, or the halibut in this gumbo is on fleek. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was
0: literally listening to a podcast a day um, that was talking about uh, cultural appropriation, and they were talking about on fleek as a term. They're like, yeah, we had on fleek for, like, two weeks, and we had faux shizzle my nizzle for 48 hours. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Dane, um, her, her white uh, boyfriend... Is an African American studies major um, and a poli sci major, and Jamila's parents it turned out have attended um, Harvard, which is kind of like the theme of this because Jamila is trying to get into Harvard Law School, and she goes to um, this university that's called uh, West Sky University. Because I don't know if that's a real university or not, but I don't think it matters. Probably, not. I don't either. So we also find out that and this is kind of a, I don't know, kind of a little funny joke. I thought like. Basically, Jamila's mother hates Michelle Obama because they both went to Harvard <laughs> together, and it's kind of like a running joke throughout the. Yeah, uh, i i movie. was very I was very confused about that. <laughs> like, I mean, I, yeah, I guess she, it's funny. I, I, I what's don't... she
1: call her a wannabe Barbie up there, standing next to the president? <laughs> yeah,
0: something like that. <laughs> yeah, that, that sounds offensive, and so this movie is extremely problematic, and we will get into that. But yeah, that's uh, just the start of like, okay what is
1: this <laughs> yeah. like okay boomer
0: <laughs> yeah um so jamila and her uh, mother are, are bickering of kind of about life and uh, her parents basically say we're not proud of you and we are not going to give you our recommendation to harvard because one of the things jamila was kind of counting on is hey I, I, my parents went there i'm going to get a recommendation from them But they say, you know, you didn't get a 4.0, so we're not going to back you, which is a really messed up thing for parents to do. Fucking bitch move. And, you know, it it feels like it's nothing. The father's decision has no impact on it at all. Like, he just seems like he's kind of there. He literally
1: said during dinner, he's like, look, it's not my decision. I have to live with her.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But, like, how could you, like, especially if, like, you know that your daughter is counting on that. (laughs) <laughs> like that recommendation to get into one of the most prestigious universities in the country as a, uh, a woman of color and then you're just going to say no because she has not as good grades Yeah, yeah. It was, okay, he it
1: was, a 3.94 we're not going to write you a recommendation you haven't <laughs> learned <laughs> anything you idiot
0: and then idiot. and then PC Dane goes that halibut was on fleek or whatever Mitchell got the line better uh, and then the mom goes what is fleek yeah. Uh, that was funny. And we end dinner scene. So Dylan, later Dylan, we see. We, we, there's a new segment of this podcast. It's going to be Dylan describing slang words. And I want to hear your your, dis, uh, your definition of fleek. On like, fleek. Uh, I guess I'll compare it to another word. Like on point. Meaning like, this, like it's just right or this is great. That's my description. <laughs>
1: that was a very good description, Dylan. Good job so let's see let let, let, um, let
0: me give let me give you the um uh, actual definition before we move on okay it's uh adjective slang uh adjective slang sorry <laughs> usually used in the adjectival fit. phrase on fleek flawlessly styled groomed etc looking great eyebrows that stay on fleek her totally on fleek outfit those are sentence examples i guess it's like the same thing like yeah. that's tight that's you like, know, the like the basic.
1: It, yeah. It, yeah. Yeah, that's basically what he said.
0: I I, I know what it means. I teach, you know, actually, whatever. I teach kids. Probably shouldn't be mentioning that on here, but we're not going to edit it out. It's fine.
1: I teach people how to to trade stocks.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I deliver. Um, So we flash to Jamila at work, um, and she works for the dean, uh, Dean Berman, um, who's played by Robert Curtis Brown. If you know who that is, you probably don't, because I don't know who he is. So, he's a dean of college. college. He also went to Harvard, and he asked her for a letter of rec, and he basically, like, ignores her request for it for some reason. Not really being explained. So, then we see Jamila hanging out at the park. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. We have to talk about the dean's, um, uh... (laughs) Inappropriate behavior? Yeah, go ahead. I didn't put it in my notes, so... So, this Dean is uh, a gay man who's always talking about a sexual conquest with his boyfriends to Jamila, uh, third, yeah. after. I, I don't know why, but like, I think the fu- one of the funniest things in this movie is how every time he goes up to J- uh, Jamila, he just screams, Whoa. Bishop! <laughs> <laughs> and, like, she, like, spills her coffee every time, it's like, oh, man, you look a little rattled today, are you okay? Like, what, <laughs> what is that? <laughs> <Hey."> <laughs> How like, are it reminds me, oh. this is why I did the New Girl intro today. Um, because there's a scene in New Girl, which is one of my favorite scenes in all of New Girl, where Winston is sneaking up on Russell like from behind for no reason. And he's just like, Russell! And Russell like jumps and goes like, damn, Russell, are you afraid of black people? Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. So that's after this, uh, we see Jamila hanging out at the park, and she's approached by her friend Beth. And Beth um, invites her to uh, a party at, um, you know, the SSB, or SBB, I should say, right? Is it SBB or SSB? I don't know. The other the fraternity. I know. The white, the white, I mean, it's not totally the white. The stereotypically SBB white. SBB drunk fraternity. Girl fraternity. So, she says, like, I don't know, but the next scene we see is that she's at the party. And we have this kind she of classic. To white girl wasted is what I think a, she said. We have a classic party scene where, you know, normal stuff is happening. You got people making out. You got a twerk pyramid. You know, all the normal stuff <laughs> yeah. from when you're in Every college. Every single party Dude, I've ever just, hosted. Don't
1: you just miss, like, high school, college?
0: Yo, Dylan, uh, you're you're the only one that, uh, of us that went to, like, an actual college. So yeah, but I, I that commuted. Was exa- that was exactly the scene, right? Yeah, I mean, pretty much. You know, when I commuted there, just walking around on campus, that's what's going on. My question, though... The Twerk Pyramid is so fucking silly. Are these uh, parties more or less realistic than the parties
1: represented in the last summer? That was the question I wanted to ask you. Oh, way more. Way more realistic. Absolutely. I mean, it's definitely, like, the people that are there... And the energy is possible in a college town. Now, would there be twerk pyramids? Absolutely not. But everything else about it was somewhat realistic. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I mean, I've been to some crazy college parties, but the ones that were in the last summer were, like, it was, like, beachfront mansions emptied out with hired DJs, kegs, and, like, bartenders. True, true. Like, you're a fucking high schooler.
0: (laughs) We're at this party. Jamila's there with her friend, Beth. And this new friend, um, who is Beth's friend, but Jamila doesn't know her that well because they just met, um, named Amber, and they're dancing. And a dude comes up to Amber and just starts grinding on her. And she just, <laughs> like, kind of kicks him in the nuts. Um, and then we start getting introduced to all the main characters in a really strange way yeah. that doesn't come back to because it just flashes, like, yes. their, yeah, their so like, was... Instagram or their Twitter handle. I was, I was thinking about that. It right. has her hashtag So Amber's hashtags For you listening are Tough titties Nutcracker Look don't touch Who you calling bitch Yo, and Dylan It was Amber. at this moment that I looked up To the director Of this movie And I was like This director Better be a goddamn woman And no of course It's not <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, written, it's written by a male As well That's so funny
1: Yeah So like,
0: It was written by a male uh, Yeah the, the writer is a male He worked on Dear white people As well He's a black male yeah i mean thank god he's at least black but like come on how do you write this movie that is centrist on women and you clearly didn't you didn't clearly didn't ask any women about like uh how they should be accurately portrayed this is just classic fucking misogyny at work right here yeah i think there were definitely elements of that um he he was i guess he was involved he was in step in college was it mitchell did you get the same watch that same video where he was talking about that
1: uh, you know, actually, no, but I just wanted to say that I didn't see any of what you guys were referring to. No misogyny, nothing weird at all. Definitely no tendencies of this movie that are questionable at, on any level, to be frank.
0: Well, Mitchell is the god of this podcast, so we and, should probably take his I word And I created the
1: podcast, so I will create the tone <laughs> so on how we, we talk about each movie.
0: Basically, how this works so is So these going bitches around, over
1: here... Watch your fucking tone, Dylan. They're, they're, they're going, going around the party. Carlson.
0: And they're getting introduced. We're getting introduced to all like the main characters. So our next character is Libby, who is played by Go Go go, Gage 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 Gage. Go Go. Um, go! <laughs> and she's playing beer pong. And she's playing this southern girl. Um, so we get she's to see a little bit of expanded bell. range from our, our favorite actress. And it, you know, then it flashes up her different um, hashtags, and hers are Southern Belle, a debut debutantastic. Hook'em horns and hopeless romantic, and then her the scene ends with her getting picked up by a boy and they fall onto a table together and nobody is hurt. Yeah, um, you know I have I have no complaints about this scene at all because Gage played it perfectly and that was so real. Like I've seen that happen at a party. Like and you know Hook'em horns, she's obviously from Texas yep. and for some reason is wherever this movie takes place, which I can't even tell you where it took place.
1: And honestly, I mean, I don't want to pick this out over the rest of the movie because the whole thing's so great. But if there was a flawlessly delivered line in the entire movie, it was the opening line from Gage Lightly. I could not have been more impressed with her work.
0: Yeah, uh, I would say, yeah, 10 out of 10 for this. Season. So so then we get flashed to another part of the party where we see a black woman singing Love is a Battlefield on karaoke. And we're introduced to Sandra, And her hashtags are... Hashtag black Barbie, good hair don't care. Hashtag bougie pride. Hashtag I woke up like this. Um, and she is super rude to uh, Jamila, and sh- then she kind of exits the scene. You know, these hashtags make it even more prevalent that this is written by a man. <laughs> like what the fuck? She she's the only black uh one in this soror- or fr- sorority. sorority. Yep. Um, and. <laughs> And I don't I don't know. She's I th- I feel like truly the least believable character in this entire movie.
1: I don't know. I feel like she gets explained further on, but either way.
0: So, um then we meet uh Danielle Parrish, um, who is the head of the um SBB, uh sorority. And uh there's a little line I don't know, I think Beth describes her as a skinny Kim Jong il, which I thought was yeah. pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um and she's kind of like your classic mean girl so her hashtags are queen b bow down bitches madam president and hashtag zero tolerance um which i thought you know i just thought the hashtags were funny because like i don't know why they were in there and that was all that there was from that she's so, literally the definition of a virus pretty much so we flash to a bunch of different scenes at the party there's a lot of dancing a lot of drinking um and then we're we see uh Beth and Jamila outside on a swing, uh kind of a porch swing, and Beth is considering quitting and then they see two people banging in the bushes and this is our favorite person, uh Gage Go Lightly or Libby go, is out go, there. On Gage, Gage go lightly you know, banging her boyfriend in the bushes and people start to film was it, was and it this her becomes boyfriend? a or whoever this guy was at this party, I should Just say. Hooking up with somebody in the bushes.
1: Yeah. Like standing and, up though. Yeah, standing
0: in a weird, impossible way. It yeah. does not care that all these
1: people are watching and filming.
0: So so she she, I, she did going. say something. She kind of
1: cares, but like... She said, oh my God, stop watching. This is going to be so embarrassing if you keep watching. <laughs> so she gets yeah, filmed. You film, could literally there's go there's like ten, t-
0: 10 feet the other way and you'd be fine. Or but, just lay down.
1: Yeah, they're
0: they're they're literally, for those of you listening, just to describe this scene a little bit. First, I thought that Gage, not Gage, sorry. I thought that um, our main characters, Jamila and Beth, were just hanging out on the porch. Because it was really quiet when they were talking to each other. This is a little criticism. Because after it pans out, I'm like, wait, they're surrounded by people? You couldn't hear them a second ago. The sound just disappeared. And then we see these two people banging in the bushes. And there's this whole crowd of people around them. Like, yeah, normal college stuff, right? You know, Tork and Pyramids. Yeah, and, and I'm, I'm really glad you explained that, Dylan, just because, like, for your career, you do just deliver stuff. That is what? true. Your, your number one career is delivery. Yeah, I do. And, I, you know, rich people don't tip. That's how it goes. Number two, Seriously. teaching how
1: to trade stocks.
0: Yep. Um, so, a- after this happens... um. We, you know, the party ends, and we see Jamila at work the next day, and the dean comes in and talks about this video and this sorority, these people Bishop. having sex on camera, Bishop. And, <laughs> yeah. and basically he says, if, if you know, if you fix this problem for me, I will help you get into Harvard, which is a really messed up thing for the dean to do.
1: Oh, Oh, yeah. my God, yeah.
0: Totally messed up. Like, and also, like, what is the, I, I'm very confused in what the problem that they have to fix is. Yeah, so the dean says, this is bad. We need to make this sorority look good. So, you know, maybe if you taught them and he's, like, miming it, if you teach them this steppy thing, um, they'll be able to, you know, it'll be fine.
1: But he's doing the window around the face, you know, the two hands, then keep making the square around your face. Like, he's not doing an actual step routine. He's doing a very basic dance routine.
0: (laughs) Yeah, teach him that steppy thing that you do. Like.
1: And also, can like, are colleges really like this to the point, like, I mean, it's a college town. Somebody gets caught having sex outside, and they're going to revoke a uh, sorority charter. Does that happen all the time? Because this is the basis of, like, 90% of movies based in college. Dylan? I don't
0: know. I have never part of the Greek life. Uh, or Dylan, when lived you were f- in a fraternity. Oh, <laughs> um, I mean, we could ask Eric. Um, maybe he'll know. He was in a fraternity for, like, four seconds. Uh, so the dean he was a so, considering so Jamila player. is obviously offended by like, oh, that's that, that steppy thing. Um, and they're talking about this big competition coming up, and he wants her to train this group of mostly almost you know 90% white fraternity or sorry, sorority to uh, go into the step competition and she says that she she can't do that. And she, her words in the movie is that she'll lose her her black card but ultimately she ends up deciding like she's gonna do it because she wants to get into harvard yeah um uh which i feel like is totally reasonable reasonable for her as a character to do this to try to get into fucking harvard if that's the, her only way to get in if her parents are being bitches about it um but but I also don't understand why she doesn't tell anybody. And I thought I kind of thought she did tell some people about it, but I guess I was wrong. <laughs> upon the conclusion of the like the second yeah. act of the movie,
1: and the dean is just so fucked up for doing this. Yeah, and yeah, no, I'm not interested why? in writing a recommendation for you. Ooh, you know what? The thing you wanted from me, I'll give it to you if you do something that uh, is gonna benefit me. Why? Uh, and and why
0: would somebody <laughs> fucking outside of a sorority? Like revoke whatever they they revoked from them. That's yeah, it doesn't thinking. make it does not make any sense. It really doesn't. Weak, why didn't weak they weak just lay down? Writing. Why weak didn't they lay writing. down? Yeah. So why? we hashtag why didn't they lay down? Everybody.
1: So we we flashed
0: to Jamila's uh, sorority, where she's trying to tell them about this plan, but doesn't want to reveal that she's going to help them because she wants to see how they'll feel about it, kind of deal. So she tells them about this sorority that. You know, and this, the dean wants them to, to compete in the step competition. And they give, they give, um, the sorority is like, no, they can't do that. You know, that's, that's cultural appropriation. And, um, that's problematic if they, they participate in the step competition. Um, and so Jamila doesn't tell them about what's actually happening. Right.
1: Yeah. She bitches out.
0: Yeah. And that's like a whole conversation that I'm even just starting to have with everything that's going on in the world about, uh, cultural appropriation. So, uh, yeah, this is one of the parts of the movie that I kind of resonated with, with their disdain for, uh, what potential they don't, cause they don't know that, she, uh, that she's about to be teaching a bunch of white girls how to yeah, the, step the whole, I think the whole conversation is kind of interesting because I think the ultimate message that the movie has on cultural appropriation is interesting. Um, yeah, I'm but, up, but, but, but <laughs> the way that it, what did you say? is it and fucked up but maybe i don't i mean i don't know if i see it the exact same way but um well we'll get to it we can get to it but i I guess like the the setup is is messed up and what leads her down this path i think is what's so like underplayed in the movie like Mm. she like they even try to make it seem like she's being used she's using the dean when it's the dean definitely using her oh for sure yeah like that's what i don't get um That's, that's exactly how white supremacy works I'm sorry, sorry for bringing this up on a comedy podcast, but. Oh
1: God, Nick. Every single time we're just trying to talk about movies, and you're like, "Black people deserve rights. We should have equality in this country. Stop locking kids in cages, like, dude." Yeah, we're we just, just watching to watch movie. Let's talk here. We about don't it. give
0: a crap about anybody else. Uh, what are you doing? You, Come want, on. you want me to march? Yo, you, yo, you guys. Uh, my bad. I yield my time. Yeah we'll get back to uh, to, to the, the important conversation of that later uh, hopefully you can tell our sarcasm I want to put it out there just to be sure yeah, no, um no. Jamila and Beth um, approach the SBB sorority though um, which is Beth's sorority about the step competition and they tell them about that if they do this they might be able to save their fratern- their, their sorority from being um, their charter being pulled. And that Jamila tells him that they'd be, you know, the the first white Greeks to ever do this. Um, and this this part of the movie is hilarious, so I, I want to go a little bit into it. She has a line that says, "Stepping requires an extraordinarily amount of discipline." And to make it easier, we don't drink throughout the week. And the second that she says that, <laughs> the entire sorority freaks out about not drinking. They go. <gasps> Oh, you know, I, no. I, I I felt that. I felt that. <laughs> and and, and Jamela goes, Jesus Christ, calm down. And Gage <laughs> goes, I'm sorry, but Margarita Mondays at brunches or whatever it is, is an SBB tradition. And then Sandra goes, turn up Tuesdays at Black's, hello. And then Amber goes, if you think we're missing wind-down Wednesdays at Bedsprints, <laughs> you can go and lick my." and then... <laughs>
1: <laughs> those <laughs> hilarious
0: lines I, I yeah, they, those, they, that,
1: one, that part's pretty good i like that part yeah.
0: so the leader of this uh sorority calls an end to the meeting um and says you know what no we're not going to do this because because we can't we have to drink during the week you know they have to be beasts. we're out of here uh and then they go um to the oh yeah i was the, i was applauding out loud during that part
1: <laughs> I was really I was really like up and down I couldn't figure out whose side I was on like I really <laughs> want to drink the whole week and but I also feel like I could go a week without I also feel if I like need it's a, it's a, I don't know.
0: it's like important to appropriate black culture you know <laughs> I don't and I don't so, even
1: drink that much I'm drinking a beer right now
0: so the S V B sorority uh group they go to the bar and at the bar they get shamed for this video which I don't think like I don't think this <laughs> is how it would work in the real world. The, this video comes out, uh, and then everywhere this sorority goes, everyone just knows. I don't think they were wearing, like, uniforms or anything at this point, and everyone was just, like, making fun of him at the bar. Yeah. So they, like, changed their tune.
1: Also, the true reality is, like, the way people would respond would either be, like, whispers in the corner, and then probably, like, a 30% increase on the guys that try to fuck her. Let's be real about it.
0: Especially, oh these are people that are, like, <laughs> borderline... These are either like late millennials or borderline Zoomers, and they're going to be doing all of the shade that they're throwing through text, not in person, because most of these people are nice people. Yeah, and some garbage-ass
1: <laughs> men are just going to try to get get at her. That's it. That's the only thing yeah. <laughs> that's so changed. Which, we, which we sucks then, on its own level, but...
0: <laughs> we then flash to Jamila and her boyfriend, uh, her white boyfriend, Dane. Um, and the reason I keep bringing that up is because it is a really important part of the movie, their kind of interracial relationship. Yeah, if you haven't watched this movie, then fucking watch the movie, guys. Yeah, seriously. Actually, no, no, don't, don't, don't. So they're they're hanging out watching a movie, (laughs) a zombie movie, because uh, Jamila is really into zombies and, uh, you know, kind of comics around zombies. And Danielle, the leader of the SBB sorority, shows up and lets her know that they're in and want her help. So then we flash to the so It' Shows up in a really weird way, just kind of walked into no, the house. That's the a...
1: classic it's the most classic movie thing of all time. Knock on the door, open door. Person completely walks past a person they don't even know at every point in the movie. It's like, Oh, I just met you four days ago. Let me walk into your house, slowly turn around and tell you that I agree to whatever we talked about in the previous scene. <laughs> that yeah. happens all the time. I wonder when where
0: they was. came up with that idea. This is a classic. <laughs> so yeah, American <laughs> we, Psycho. We... We then see the you know, it's morning, and, uh, you know, Jamila's at the SBB sorority house with a megaphone giving orders. And, uh, you know, Jamila tells him uh, to dance, to just, like, normally dance because she wants to see, you know, what they're working with in oh, this God. scene. I thought. Was and then really we great. get to the hottest scene in cinematic history. My God, how torqued I was watching this scene. How of torqued? All... <laughs> what,
1: is, what does that mean? We talk about that murking... means I'm going from that?
0: flaccid to straight up blood flow, almost passing out <laughs> because of how hot Jeez. these bitches were dancing over here.
1: From Did flaccid you see to Ian blasted, it, baby,
0: trying to twerk or whatever the fuck over there, and yeah, <laughs> so, the, the white so, girl is just playing with her hair as a dance move jesus christ cream in my pants so so nick's favorite <laughs> um actor bath what what's her name who plays Bath? Eden eat share so she's just how dare she, you she's just kind of like <laughs> bending down with her like her her ass out and just moving it like you know forward she's and backwards but she's got her mouth open and she's just staring at the camera going like back like and forth like i said Fully torqued, baby. <laughs> yeah,
1: uh, Nick, I've never seen a Nick, porn that good. Nick, we're gonna need to we're gonna need to have a conversation off pod. But um, yeah, I also thought it was a pretty funny scene, Dylan. <laughs> I got some good laughs out of that scenario too.
0: Oh, you I, weren't fully torqued?
1: No, I mean I definitely had a half. I had chub, to pause the I...
0: movie and go have some Nick on Nick time. <laughs> Jesus God, Play
1: it's little. normal.
0: We all do it five to six oh. times a day. Play a little oh, pocket man. pool, <laughs> man. Well, uh, that being said, um, I wasn't expecting it to go there. They're all dancing, uh, particularly dancing really horribly. It's the point with no rhythm. So, Jamila first teaches them, I guess what's called an eight count. um, And tells, you know, they're not good at it, basically. So, they call it for the night. Um, And Jamila goes to the kitchen and opens the kitchen. And the, the whole fridge is... With all these girls living in the house, the whole fridge is only filled with, like, different, I don't know, drinks? I don't like know what seltzers. They are. Like different seltzer seltzers. Different Alcoholic There's seltzer water. There's no food in there. None at all. It's, margaritas. all like, it's all, like, diet drinks, too. Yeah. Uh So this is Classic the meet cute of the movie, where Jamila meets Kevin, um, who is a black man and stepbrother of Danielle, who is a white uh woman leading the fraternity, um, and they're stepbrothers, um, maybe, why called, maybe why this is called step siblings maybe why this is called step sisters i i, I kind of don't no, get siri- the title it's called seriously it's just because they they do a step dance that's the name that's the name of their dance style oh duh step and sorority <laughs> sisters yeah god i don't know why that just hit me there but i you know i i just like this was in there too and i was like okay it's just I don't know. Maybe there's a little connection there. Whatever. Moving on. So they flirt, and, and he, like, just kisses her on the cheek all of a sudden in this scene, which I didn't get. Like, first meeting, I'm gonna kiss you on the cheek. Yeah, but. I mean, like, it was obvious the build-up, but I was very confused the whole time. Like, when I texted you guys while I was watching it before you guys had, and I said, uh, have you guys seen this yet? I was hoping you guys had, because I was confused watching the movie. Like, is did this did I, like, miss a scene where this girl broke up with this guy? Like because nope. I feel like it's not brought up that she even has a boyfriend or even cared about that he she has a boyfriend for a very long time. Oh yeah, no, she
1: just scandalous, bro.
0: <laughs> right. So, flash forward to training round session two, and um, uh, Jamila brings in little kids that she volunteers with to teach rhythm, and they do this by by playing the child game Miss Mary Mac, um, which is kind of an interesting <laughs> which way is to petty teach them. Yeah, which is, basically patty cake. <laughs> um, and it's it was one of the kids is watching the you know the, the the black girl the lone the token black girl I should say in the sorority, yep. and the white the, one of the white girls. Can't remember who she was with, but it's funny. This little kid goes, "Come on, sister, don't let that white girl out rhythm you." And it's funny funny the little kid was telling her that. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know this 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 is like where the movie gets extremely problematic but whatever so we flash to the next day at an sbb meeting uh with jamila and jamila shows up and talks about props and costumes and talking about how they need to raise money for this and it turns out the way that this sorority was making money was by making cute videos for libby or gage go lightly's Bother. Go,
1: go, Cage, go lightly. Go, go, Cage, go lightly. And then
0: after making these cute videos, they would just wire the sorority money. Um, I don't yeah, know what cute sounds, video that, means. But. I mean, that sounds like fucking porn. But You know, uh, you know, white girl's going to white girl. And yeah, I just want a with,
1: picture of you two kissing. It's no big deal.
0: With that money, they would go out to $1, dinner. Dollars. And the way that they would give back to the community would be giving their leftovers to the homeless.
1: Nice, yeah. I mean, that's thoughtful. Nobody's ever thought to do that. So, Jamila talks about how her <laughs> There's Here's this know, food sorority, I didn't want to eat.
0: <laughs> her
1: her all-black sorority uh, actually has
0: community fundraisers and events that help the community. Um, so, she talks about, like, hey, we're going to, you know, plan an actual event. Which ends up being karaoke, but we'll get to that later. And during this time, we see Kevin... And Jamila start to follow each other on Instagram, kind of building that relationship. And then that's what the only other time that we get back to like that style of uh, uh, movie making, like we had when we had all the hashtags, where like they're using the bubbles. Of There's text a screens. couple other ones. Candela's, but not it's not it's not a big part. So I mean, you're, she, you ever get text that much in a row? That was a lot of texts. Oh, we're not yeah, there from, yet.
1: We're not. You ever get text that much in a row from the oh, the guy oh, that you're talking oh, I'm about? Thi- I'm
0: thinking of a different part.
1: So The guy you're getting ready to cheat with? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> All the time. Um, I, she, she I asks, yield my time.
0: She asked him to help her um, with this project because she wants to build a stage. And they go to the store together. Um, and she tells Kevin that she has a boyfriend. And basically, they have a lot of moments of connection in the uh, store uh, centered around the, one of the, the song, um, Which is, I guess it's just what I needed. By the card and she's kind of giving him crap for liking that song because you know he's a black male, um, and it's kind of like a what 1970s like white culture song, I guess. I mean that. that I mean, it, it, yeah, it's a, That's the way the movie portrays it, right? Right, but it's not. Okay. But yes, but that's that's kind of like the conversation they have. So we'll come back it, to it's, that. It's a, it's, a, it's appropriated rock music from from black culture, but whatever. So, um, they build a stage together in the basement and, uh, have this oddly sexual scene while building the yeah. stage, like, with thrusting and grinding, and then the classic, like, hey, let me show you how to screw in a oh, screw. Here. Yeah, you can't use this drill unless I fucking, uh, hump your backside. <laughs> so, I'm um, uh, here, let me show you how to press a fucking button on a thing, rather than just verbally tell you, which I clearly could articulate, because we both go to college. By the way, that's all done in a montage format, so yeah, Yeah. like there's music and it's quick scenes. It's not like, uh, like again, pretty torch during that. Jeez. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so um, yeah, and then we (laughs) see then the montage kind of ends with uh, you know, the team practicing on the stage and they start arguing. And it just sets up that they, the, the sorority doesn't know how to work as a team. But the next thing we see is we see Jamila and Beth running in the college yard, the Harvard Yard, even though they're not at Harvard. Um, Harvard Yard. And they're approached by Jamila's sorority. And they ask Beth, you know, because uh, they know Beth's in SBB and they know about the step competition training. They said, you know, how is the fee for cultural appropriation going? Um, and she says, oh, we have a great coach and looks at Jamila. But Jamila's sorority... Um, doesn't know that she's the one coaching them. So Beth is confused. Yeah, it, you know, if, uh, if you can go viral from people fucking outside of your uh, sorority and get, like, punished for it, you might want to tell the people that you're coaching a sorority that it's, might keep it on the down low if you're, if, if you're coaching them how to do a step routine and, like, expect none of them to say anything about it on any of the social media platforms that I'm sure everyone in this college is at least semi-a part of yeah so and that's like the first like it builds to some of the problems that happen later but then we see jamila hanging out um at the library and kevin um Danielle's uh step brother uh he's a black male Danielle's a white female just so you can remember who they are um and he's rolling back and forth on his chair, trying to get her attention. And they start to flirt a little bit. And Kevin asks her out, and she doesn't really give him a real answer. And you know, it's just kind of building their relationship. Then we wait, see wait, they were both. I thought they were both black. Yeah, they are. But uh, Kevin's sister or stepsister. Oh, okay. Is, yeah, I got you. is the leader Danielle, of the sorority? The leader of the SBB sorry. Yeah, these sorority. are the same couple that's like been the meet cute, like you yes. said earlier. Yeah. Even though you know Jamila's character has a boyfriend this entire yeah. time. Um, so we Scandalous. Flash, on. flash forward to which the boyfriend is kind of a complete douchebag, but that's a whole. Not movie. really. I mean, he, he he seemed
1: like he's like a real Dane, you know?
0: Yeah, real Dane. Like I wouldn't say he was a complete douchebag. It just seemed like they weren't meant to be together. Well, we'll, we'll get we'll get to the. I think he was uh, a total asshole, but we can get back to it. Okay. Um, we flash forward to a karaoke fundraiser uh, that's put on by the SBB, organized by Jamila. Um, and the team is starting to believe in her. There, like, you can totally see Oh, this is working! We're actually raising money, not by sending videos to Gage Go Likely's dad. Gage, no. Gage, oh, go, go. Gage go, go, Gage go Gage, Gage, go, go, go lightly. lightly. <laughs> so Kevin calls her up to sing because uh, he Kevin convinced her like to let him play live music for the karaoke. Uh, calls up Jamila and Jamila uh, starts singing. I guess you're just what I needed by the cars. Uh, yeah, kind of, you know, I'm really impressed by the band that can just know any song off the top of their head that people request. Like, Right, just college students, too, that, like, this right. guy was not seen playing an instrument yeah. until Dylan, I point. mean, I, you you did go to college, so you know how realistic that is. Yeah, that's pretty realistic, right? Oh, completely. I mean, that was basically, like,
1: <laughs> late high school for me. <laughs> God, so, I miss it.
0: So, then Danielle comes up to Jamila and <laughs> says, so stay away from my brother. You know, wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. Jamila sings this entire song that she claims to... H and knows all the lyrics. Yeah, perfectly. it seems to hit flawlessly. It's a good point.
1: Yeah. I think you're just what I, need.
0: what I needed. I needed Gage go So Danielle, uh, Kevin's uh, sister, threatens Jamila. You know, stay away from my brother. Um, and Jamila's like, I have a boyfriend. No, uh, just put a note here. You know, she's not being a super great girlfriend right now. Um, and <laughs> little what would you say, if you hurt him? I will wear your ass like a leg warmer, and I was—what does that even mean? Yeah, I, yeah, I was thinking about that scene too. Like, you know, I mean, I—I I, I get the sexual desire to do that, but not—not—not not, not the realistic desire for someone you hate. What's wrong with
1: you? Man? <laughs> it's been a long, long quarantine. I feel the sexual <laughs> desire wearing somebody's ass on my skin. Right. But I... <laughs> so mm. then we see Jamila
0: hanging out at home on her bed. And uh, she's getting a bunch of texts. And this is that scene Nick was talking yes. about earlier. Uh, Beth invites her to a Flax, which is a bar for Lady night, And so do some of the other girls in the um, you know, sorority. And then she gets a text from her boyfriend who goes, My beautiful brown boo. My plans fell through. You down for some spoken word tonight? Which is just kind of like... like, uh, yeah, oh, I, I, I think I, the I first sign of, did... of where I'm like, Okay, Nick, I don't get why you think this guy's not a douchebag. Yeah. But he's I a complete... I did not... I didn't see what he was writing because there was like text. Like, how do you how are you supposed to see everything that's going yeah, on well, that screen? Yeah, you know, Jamila's character goes, Ugh. and then she also gets a text from Kevin who says, "You know, I've been thinking about you. All good thoughts." Um, and she's like, like laughing he really and super said my, happy. Be- my
1: beautiful brown boo. Yeah, <laughs> that was his whole character. Did you miss
0: that? <laughs> yeah, and then so, Jamila the way, responded Dave's, and said, "Yeah, well, Jamila."
1: you Child- got to stop talking like that yeah. because, remember, I have a boyfriend. Yeah, she Child
0: childproof your thoughts, I have a boyfriend, remember. And then Dane texts back, we role-playing again, I'm coming over. Oh, wait, wait. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Jamila <laughs> was, Jamila's been scandalous since birth, dude. But Dane's character, for those of you you know who haven't seen the movie, is essentially he's like, a, like an overly aggressive white male who thinks he knows everything about um, black culture. He's like he, Nick. He's like Nick. He's a white male majoring in African American studies, right? And he's like super he's more woke than everybody. Yeah, and more woke than, than his black brother. girlfriend in this movie, which is I right. think a problematic thing. Oh, definitely problematic. Um, but I guess you could also argue I did not somewhere. know I did not. Or, I I'm, I'm going to have to rethink my thoughts about him now that I've learned that he uh, sent that text, which is in, in, insanely racist. Especially to his girlfriend of uh, what what I assume had been a long time. So then we see the next day, right? And the team's practicing again. Jamila um, brings in an all-black male fraternity step group. And this is my favorite scene of the entire movie. And the point of bringing them in is to teach these girls to be more intense uh, so they walk in with intensity and, and in unison. And he goes, ladies, introduce yourselves. And they like very passively just say, oh, I'm from Texas. You know, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, pitiful. And he goes, if if you this spit that with some fire, movie, you will make people's ass hair stand up. Their ass, make their ass hair stand up.
1: Their ass hair stand <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> so before we get into the rest of the scene, though, we are going to pause for some messages from Gage Go Lightly. This is the Gage Go Golightly Fact of the Week segment. I today wanted to share with everybody, and Mitchell, Nick, maybe you didn't know this, but Gage Golightly grew up in Penn Valley, California, and she's the youngest of four children, and she was born to a nurse and a doctor. Ah, uh, wow, youngest of four children, that makes her a lot less attractive to me, uh, because of how unattracted I am to my youngest
1: brother Mitchell. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Not what you were saying Mitchell, how do you feel that Nick
0: is less attracted to you than he is to me?
1: I don't know. I just feel like he must ha- he must love having sex with people he's less attracted to than his other brothers, is what <laughs> I'll say.
0: Oh my god. <laughs> and okay. that's how you appropriate gauge go lightly, bitch. That's yes, right. <laughs> Yeah.
1: Go, go, Gage, go lightly. Go, go, go. go Gage, go
0: lightly. So, um, that's your fun fact. And we'll come back each week. This is a new segment. We will tell you a little bit about Gage, go lightly until we run out of stuff to tell you about. Um, So, uh, this was uh, basically, we're going to move into the Gage, go lightly scene of the week as well, where um, this guy <laughs> is going up to, a guy from the black fraternity is going up to each of the uh, ladies in the. The sorority to to try to get them kind of to release their inner animal, if you will, Basically, and he goes up to Gage to to Go straight. Lightly and goes, "Say hello, Kitty." <laughs> pull, yeah, pull uh, it out I of your know. butt. Pull, she's <laughs> like, "Hello, Kitty." Pull it out of your butt.
1: <laughs> Say it from
0: your ass. <laughs> hello, <laughs> Kitty. Yeah, this this I mean this the entirety of this scene and especially the conclusion of it is when I realized that. Oh, this movie definitely wasn't directed by a woman. Oh, I mean for sure. <laughs> but I, I think this, is this was intentionally in like stupid. Goes to Sandra, which is the only black member of the group, and goes, "Say, honey, boo boo. Say, honey, boo boo. <laughs> honey, boo <boo-boo!"> boo." <laughs> then yeah. goes to Amber, "Say, chicken tenders," and she kind of like freaks up. Chicken tenders. Calm was down. Calm down, white girl. The, That's what he the says. The dumbest things. I think, I think he was, I don't know. I don't know. I think he was just. I think honestly, I think so some of it be, was. Was it trying to be comedic? I think some of it was playing like on, like trying to make fun of like, like I don't. I don't really know actually what it was, but it was yeah, hilarious. I
1: don't then it goes to Danielle <laughs> that, and her says, "Favorite scene,
0: Chef Boyardee." <laughs> this Jeff, is the part of the scene, she goes, "Chef Boyardee, bitch," and then she just goes, "Shit, shit." Yeah, that was uh, that was like I think my favorite. Like, I mean, this whole scene was very problematic. I thought, especially the conclusion of it. But that acting performance by her right there, I really liked. Like the passion with her screaming shit over and over again. They let it go on purposefully long, and that was cool. Like, and goes up to the because you know that character had so much fucking anger in her the whole time with how she uh, was as a person. And it was nice to see her release it and feel the energy after that. And, and then he goes up to Beth, and Beth is just, like, basically... The the way I would describe the way that she's acting is, like, like a dog on rabies. Um, oh, she, just, she just thing. screams
1: into his face, just... Yeah. Ah!
0: And, and then and he, he just, like, he slaps her ass. and yeah, Definitely and, wasn't written by a woman. <laughs> right. <laughs> or directed and, and, by a woman. I, and I think it is definitely problematic, but I think what they were going for was more of, like, a... Um, like uh, you know, when, like how football players slap each other on the ass, kind of a vibe, but because um, it was, yeah, I don't but, think it was like, like a, it was definitely <laughs> wrong for sure. Um <laughs> yeah. But I think it was more of like a like good game kind of deal. But yeah, I mean, definitely that's what they were trying to go for, but. Like yeah, you, one can, of the, you can tell that people don't understand the woman's perspective of things. One, one of the of more unrealistic. One of the more <laughs>
1: unrealistic things about it is the fact that she got slapped on her ass and she goes, "Oh yeah, yeah, thank you so much, sir. So fucked up,
0: honestly. It really was. Thank you for making like, me what? scream when in I, your it face. When it happened, I'm like, "This is twenty-eight." The guy that comes downstairs into this dark ass basement and starts screaming at everybody, making them do things that they, clearly makes say them all uncomfortable. Say chicken, nuggets are your favorite and then food. Smacks on us like hell yeah! Like, what, like yeah. Say what chef the Boyardee, white <laughs> bitch. <laughs> like, 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 yeah. This this whole scene was very say problematic. <laughs> like I don't like I just it was like it was crazy scene. I, don't know, I thought it was funny though. I I did laugh to be
1: honest. No, I thought it was hilarious. It was a very funny scene to me.
0: So then we flash to um, the college competition um, where Jamila shows up with Dane, um, and they're approached by Aisha, um, who is from the all black uh, step sorority that Jamila is in, and um, she's complaining about this cultural appropriation and she doesn't she said like she doesn't understand why this is happening and dane uh at this point is basically really criticizing jamila for teaching this group of mostly white uh sorority sisters step um again dane's a white male criticizing his black girlfriend for teaching yeah. people dance which i thought was you know and i think i don't know if this is the point to have the conversation about cultural appropriation but I think it makes this film kind of makes a good um, commentary on that. I, at least I thought it was interesting. Oh, I have so many, I have so many flaws with this, especially. But I, my, I'll save mine for the end of it. But okay, yeah, when when we get to like kind of, yeah, we'll get there. So, um, we we flash to the team of SBB sorority sisters who've been training with Jamila, and they're getting ready. And uh, Beth is just crying, and it's like, oh, I have tears of nervousness. I don't know. Um, and Jamila Sorority goes first uh, the all- black sorority and they perform perfectly, and that's their performance. And, you know, I'm not going to describe the dance to you. Um, yeah, Jamila cool. and Dane are, are watching from the audience. And um, there's a little bit of commentary on the white step troop beforehand it says the announcer says this oh, the next people up, they are hashtag, white ass shit. and Jamila, black female main character says you know that's racist she's being racist and Dane goes black people can't be racist to white people and Jamila goes oh my god never say that again and Dane coughs (coughs) systemic racism um so like this is the point where I think like you know like for me it was like okay Dane's being very PC and very pretentious uh throughout this I guess you know you kind of can expect that from I mean like from him yeah, I, I think it's very unrealistic that a announcer for this competition would say anything like that. Like, it's just overtly um, uh, non-inclusive, I mean, to, 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 the, to the white people. But, uh, it, like, I don't know if necessarily they should have been inclusive to the white people, but, like, that is just un- so unrealistic that people would do that. Yeah, I think I mean, if, they him, if
1: they let them, if they let in the competition, they definitely would have been civil and about it. Especially
0: like <laughs> how their dance moves turned out, they would have been made fun of regardless of all the hate. You know, yeah. they shouldn't be there in the first place. To be honest, I don't know what they, what this movie is trying to That's a good point. to prove. Yeah. Like having them in this competition, like which I will get to later upon the conclusion. So, so they don't do super great. And uh, the this group was a disaster. The crowd makes fun of them and boos them off the stage. And after the show, the dean comes up to uh, Jamila and says, oh, I'm going to pull the charter for sure. You're not getting into Harvard. <laughs> yeah, you... Yes. Um, Oh, these these, uh, these girls didn't do good enough on this step competition. Yeah, yep, you're fucked. Yeah, even though they've <laughs> never done step before, what ever. What the hell was that? Yep, and <laughs> at this point, Jamila breaks up with Dane, because um, Dane's giving him a lot of crap about uh, cultural appropriation, and says, Which I'm done. justified. I don't and think th- it is justified for Dane, a white male, no. To I'm, give. I'm saying it, I'm, th- I'm saying it's justified for Jamila to break up with him. Oh, okay. Because uh, and Jan- also because Jamila clearly is attracted to another person, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> and her line to Dane was, "I'm done of being, I'm done being proof of how liberal you are," um, which is something I I uh, I actually like kind of resonated with that line. Like, I've been someone in my past when I've been trying to deal with like. Um, uh, learning the things in my life that I have been like unconsciously racist about in saying like, yeah, I shouldn't date white people anymore. I'm Trying to be more uh, culturally appropriate. Like, not that I've uh, not that I've dated any people of color. Well, it, I have, but you know, you know, you know what I mean. Try to get the vibes. I'm I'm setting here like I've I resonated with that because like oh that's a moment that uh, Dame learns that like oh yeah I am just dating her because it makes me feel more woke in, in, in terms of how especially because he's studying african-american studies and he's trying to be like all this big uh white ally but like not really appreciating everything that these people are or that uh people of color are going through right like realizing that his
1: voice isn't the one that needs to be heard
0: right he's trying to speak for them when we need to be listening at this
1: point yeah, sorry. I feel like you guys didn't give me a moment to interject there for a second, but <laughs> yeah,
0: uh, I and I, I thought that was a powerful point of the movie because Jamila is just like, yeah, I'm done, done being Agreed. with this person who sucks. Um, so the SBB, they go to the bar um, and they start arguing, and Jamila lets him know that um, the reason the sorority doesn't get the respect is because they don't respect each other, um, and they talk about. You know, um, Jamila gets them to start talking about, you know, why did you guys choose each other? Uh, and they start to build this community. Like, oh, I picked this person because I have this spirit and this person and this. And then they do the thing that I am most proud of in my life. They love circle each other. Yeah, pretty much. So they just give positive reinforcement to each other. And yeah, except they,
1: for on Gage go Lightly's. Yeah. Oh, why, did, why, did, why did you have Libby go in the group? Oh, it's because my dad's rich. Well, it's because her dad's rich.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and also, like, I needed somebody... Or I, I know that no one other sororities would accept her, and I needed somebody that could just wave her confederate flag around
1: <laughs> and let that confederate flag fly. You know, like, no, 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 God, don't, no, don't, <laughs> <laughs> that,
0: that, I think that was a funny line. Yeah. So they come up, basically the whole point of the scene is to come up with a plan that they're going to donate. They're going to go to the Nash or the regional step competition. Win in win a hundred thousand dollars and give that to the Dean's favorite, uh, charity or community charity, um, by winning the prize, which again, all centered around this Dean,
1: yeah, holy fuck, this like, guy's
0: corrupt. This guy's got a lot of power, <laughs> he's corrupt. Yeah, so, Amber leaves early. I feel, like, I feel early. Like the only thing giving him any kind of credence in this movie is that he was a gay person. And, like, if he was just a straight, like, white male executive, it would be a lot oh. easier to just, like, it would be, well, I mean, it's already easy to hate him as it is, but, you know, making him gay made it look, I guess, slightly more conflicting because he's also had his own hardships to go through. Well, this is also you know, that, a, bit, honestly, a they, good thing
1: about Dane, too. uh or to talk about Dane again. is when he meets the Dean, and he walked up and he said, oh, hello, Dean. Yes, very nice to meet you. I want to let you know how proud I am of you for living out your truth and selecting a partner, even yeah. though that the community and the world will not uh, completely fully yeah. accept it. Well, Nick, I think,
0: I honestly think, like, maybe it's a, it's deeper. Maybe I'm reading into things that aren't there, but I, I think Part of the reason that they made his character that way is exactly what you're talking about. Is that like, you know, like not like not a commentary on that those things aren't important, but that ultimately what matters the most is like, like the content of your character, if you will, um mm-hmm. and that like this guy's just a terrible person and is not have I mean, any. Like, you know, was like, he a, was he a terrible person? He just like had some. Yes, he he's talking about his sexual conquest to his employees all the time, and then also you making them do things on his behalf. Like that is the definition of a terrible person. You can't do that. that. Yeah, that's true for sure. I mean, I guess if you're friends, you can talk about your sexual. Con- Especially but if he's definitely he's definitely defini- not being. Predatory it was a subordinate.
1: He's not a he's not right, a. Ter- but he wasn't being predatory
0: towards. He's you. not a hundred percent confirmed it just wasn't terrible sexual.
1: person at this point. That's true. Is what I'll say he was being yeah, printed yeah, but, but will not be sexually 100% predatory. confirmed but yeah.
0: regardless, so, let's move on so amber okay. leaves this group at the bar and she goes to to do her job which is a stripper which i don't know why this is in there i wanted to just bring it up i don't know why happened, this move, but... that this yeah i don't either why is this so she goes and stripping relevant? jamila tracks her on the phone and that's literally it like hey no really commentary on Lecon, yeah, and like and that's a weird way to track tra- so so jamila tracks her on the phone by slipping her phone into her bag like and for whatever the motivation of this, I fuck it is fucking lost on me why she needs to track down her right but and does it with like oh you're leaving once. early let me let me
1: track you real well quick. she also like, was the one that was late to the competition right so you so you, at, so you
0: track her rather than ask her you just you track her and then you borrow somebody else's phone to go search for it and and they let you take your, their phone all the way to the strip club right yeah like like that's that's very unrealistic. To be without your phone for more than five minutes even. <laughs> like Yeah, so yeah. we you know, we basically we get another montage after this of, of like train a training montage, like, oh, we're getting ready for the competition. Um and then we we kinda get that side story of Jamila and Kevin's love story going on. Um and Kevin talks to Jamila about a date, um, and then they agree to go on a date and they go to Comic-Con together, dress up as zombies. They start talking about how their parents are different because Kevin was raised by white parents and Dramilla by black parents. And they end up kissing at the end of the date. And that date was weird as fuck and I don't know what that was. Yeah, just to
1: clarify, I don't think they went to Comic-Con. I think they went to like a rave dressed as zombies at a comic book store. Okay, maybe that's what it was. Yeah,
0: this is also one of the first time in movies I've seen two characters look completely hideous. That
1: kiss scene was actually pretty hilarious though, because they started kissing and then in the background it was a store glass window with all of like the zombie, like they're doing but the classic zombies a, against the window. Behind is this a them. real event that happens? Do People do that? Yeah, definitely. There's weird stuff like that all over the place, dude. Okay, so we well, uh, take me to one, please. Okay, we we, we fully torch.
0: Jamila gets a text from um, Aisha. From the, uh, you know, the, the Jamila's fraternity and, or sorry, sorority. You've probably been messing that up most of the episode. Yeah. But I'm not, I wasn't <laughs> I part of Greek So they, and Jamila goes to her sorority for an emergency CAFA meeting. And her mom's there questioning Jamila, like, what are you doing? You're, you're appropriating the step culture and all of this stuff. I'm like, I'm not proud of you. And uh, Jamila gets called out there for lying and aisha calls her the help and jamila leaves um and there's this kind of internal dialogue and, and 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 controversy on you know is it inappropriate for jamila to teach these this group of people um you know step because they're you know majority uh, white descendant no, short answer is yes, but I will get to it more at the end. So, Jamila uh, gets pulled into a meeting with the dean, and uh, he has pictures of her at a party, and fires Jamila for being a 21-year-old adult who's drinking at parties, and there's pictures of it.
1: Yeah, which is so crazy to me. Like, oh, you work for the dean's office, there's pictures of you at a party, twerking um yeah you can't work here anymore i can't write your recommendation everything that's happened in the movie beforehand i'm pulling straight away from you the well, dean you is gotta, absolutely the villain in this fucking movie
0: you gotta think this movie did take place in 2017
1: oh that's true yeah it <laughs> <2000 laughs> so was, was a different after world this back then. <laughs>
0: she returns to sbb a sorority and tells him that she was fired and says that she's going to go back to Philly, uh, and she's not going to help the team that she's been helping anymore. And they realize that her what her motive was was to get into Harvard, and they're really mad at her. So, um, which I don't she, understand that whole aspect of it. Like, why are why how does not how does everyone not understand that she had to do this to get into Harvard because of how terrible her well, goddamn boss was? I'm sure, it and just, how terrible her parents were for not endorsing her, or or, or whatever it's called.
1: Yeah, I'm sure, but also, at the same time, like, you know, I mean, they built a bond that is really close by the end of the movie. I would feel pretty hurt if I, like, got super close to somebody, and then as soon as, you know, we got almost near the peak of our friendship, they were like, hey... I also am only doing this for personal gain, kept it right. from you, and now that it's taken away from me, I'm bailing on everything. I guess my main thing is why, pretty why, why, off. Didn't,
0: why didn't Jamila explain the situation to every party involved? Oh, well, that's, like, yeah, that's a I good feel point. like it's a very easy to understand thing. I mean, that's opposite of the point it's you everyone, were making, every, but that's a good point. everyone's gaining. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I, I think it, it's, I mean, <laughs> I, I can't imagine being in the situation she was in. But let's let's kind of keep moving forward and, and see how this concludes. So um, this goes back to the first dance scene with all the white girls. <laughs> so there's a moment now <laughs> where Sandra, who's the only black member of this mostly white fraternity, um, she, she and uh, Jamila have this kind of a moment where she tells Jamila that she was rejected from Jamila's sorority because she was too whitewashed and wasn't accepted uh for those reasons and she basically comes to this conclusion that you know i don't want to be part of something like that i this is i'm where i should be and it kind of tells that to jamila which i think is an interesting social commentary um which you know that again we I mean, can it's get hard, into the, it's the, it's the, hard the for bigger social construct that, you know? of this but um so us that, as three white boys it's really hard for us to like put ourselves in that kind of shoes i mean like for me personally like i feel like i don't i don't really buy that but maybe maybe i'm wrong maybe that does happen i bet you that it does happen i mean this yeah,
1: was... i'd be shocked to find out that something like that doesn't happen like in any kind of group Religion, that culture, a black girl is anything. not
0: in, it, not invited into a sorority because she's too white white wash, even though she was trying to join the sorority. I feel like that's I don't I mean I don't know though. I, like I have I no like, experience with even I mean, any it, of the college. It, life. it
1: happened in this movie, so it has to be real. <laughs> go go yeah, get I mean, go lightly, fuck, dude. <laughs> like he's um, an idiot, Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> um. So the next
0: part. And I, I'll come back to that, Nick, because I, I, I'm trying to... There's actually a phrase. Let me see. I want to find it because I feel like it fits here. Um, so, like, the, the example I would have is... Yeah, okay. So, like, the term Uncle Tom historically. Like, that's... that It's like a modern-day um, construct on kind of, of, of that kind of phrase, I think. So, I don't know if you've been familiar with that, but essentially it's a black man that's considered to be excessively obediently... To, obedient to white people i know it's not the same but i think that's what they were going Mm -hmm. for was to say that because she has different aspects and different like likes and interests that they didn't accept her to that you know uh sorority because she was quote unquote whitewashed but we can come back to that later so um we find out that danielle uh kevin's sister head of the sbb sorority sent the pictures to the dean that got Jamila in trouble and the scene kind of spirals out of control because Jamila starts threatening Danielle with a taser. Um, yeah. <laughs> and they have this whole scene where Danielle asks Jamila to come back, but I just the taser part I thought was unnecessary. Yeah, weird. <laughs> so Jamila returns to the SBB uh, and apologizes and gets uh, kind of accused as this user, and Jamila has this speech um, that... Oh, okay, so... So Jamila goes back to sorry, her fraternity, her sorority, you know the all black dance step sorority, and she apologizes. And there she gets accused as being a user. Um, and Jamila has this speech about how races can't own things, and her examples are, you know, um, you know, white people were upset when Tiger Woods played tennis and when the, um, you know, uh, the tennis. The, I'm trying to remember their names. Um, Venus Serena and, and Venus, v- Venus are playing. <laughs> Serena and Venus. <laughs> Serena and Dylan's Venus. Dylan's all here naming fucking planets. <laughs> are, are playing tennis, and then you know Eminem and rap, and and basically her point is, you know, uh, races can't own things, and then she. Wait, wins.
1: time out, time out. Can we just jump in? then Nick said Dylan's on here naming planets, and one of their names is literally Venus. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Nate. yeah, no. I was
0: hoping you guys would uh, just let that pass by. Like, I couldn't uh, do it, it, it. later. Yeah, ver- what I messed up on. Verenus is not a planet, so get, no, know, it's also not, not a, a name. God. So, can we at least split the difference? Sure. Yeah, I'm
1: the only one. I'm the creator. Guys, let's just, just settle down.
0: Split a six pack and talk about it over the course. So, Jamila, let's go back into the story. Jamila is driving uh, at this point, and Beth texts her, um, and and she eventually ends up basically the whole moral is she goes back to SBB. To help them She feels bad um, And uh, Danielle talks to Jamila About Kevin And how He's all upset After they do a little Training session So Jamila goes to Talk to him Stands outside his window Classic You know 1980's Movie What is that What movie is 16 Candles Is that where that comes from I actually I've never seen 16 Candles But I know it Like it's the one Where you hold the boom box Over your head And play like the music So like, she's out there Playing it With you like, you know, her phone And a bluetooth trope. speaker Playing I guess you're just What I needed um, And she's saying all these pipes, things. Dylan, pipes, can we give? Can we pause to give Dylan a round of applause for that singing? Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> so they're having this big Show back and dad. forth. And there was, like, a lot that she said up to him, kind of that, like, you know, impassioned love speech. But the thing I thought that was really funny was she's like, you you play video games with online with 12-year-olds. And he's like, whoa, whoa, calm down. I don't want my neighbors. <laughs> like, oh, that's funny. So... <laughs> She gets rejected at first, but he comes down, kisses her, and now they're together.
1: No, uh, yeah, that, that was a gangster-ass move. I wanted to bring this part up. I thought that was hilarious when he like comes out and he's like, yeah, well, you've always wanted somebody that was 6'4", a football player, and going to a prestigious college, so go find him. And then it's like 30 seconds later, you see him running around the corner, and he goes, hey, hey, no, don't don't go find him. I'm right here. I'm cool. Let's do this. <laughs> That was cute. I liked it. You, you did you just call that a gangster move? Was <laughs> <What's> gangster? <laughs> I mean, what? not like gangster in like the sense of like being an actual gangster. That seems gangster the unrealistic as in like, and dumb. Uh.
0: <laughs> so uh, here's time movie. for another yeah. new segment. Here it's called Ripe or Rotten. Um, I'm gonna ask Mitchell and Nick to both take turns comparing this movie to another movie that they would they would say is similar for you, and they have to say where the the movie was good or bad. Um, let's start with uh, Nick and then we'll have Mitchell go after that. Go ahead, Nick. Okay, well, on the spot, a movie that this reminds me of it would probably be like it does remind me, I want to say Drumline, but I haven't seen Drumline in so long and I know it's by the same director, but the same kind of style of like a lot of choreography based and whatnot. So I'm trying to think of off the top of my head what. Movie this could be uh based or not based on or like compared to, so give me a second, Mitchell, if you got something go for it before I uh try to finish this thought that I'm having in my head
1: yeah, um I would say it was shown actually in the first scene of the movie um but it's based probably like loosely on stomp the yard
0: uh have you seen that I've yeah seen that. I've
1: seen stomp the yard the dance movie step routines from like two thousand early 2000s. Uh, I don't remember who was in it exactly, but the only other ones I can think of, I have three more, which I think you're stupid for not having any. Step up one, two, and three. <laughs> I would, I would, I actually now
0: that now that you mentioned that, I would compare this a lot to Pitch Perfect, like how that whole movie structure. You guys said yeah, Mr. Deeds, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yep. We said Mr. Deeds. Mr. Deeds, Fifty <laughs> First Dates, Uncut Gem. you know, all of Adam Sandler's favorite movies. Yeah. Like the do-over, straight up Inception. <laughs> Click. <laughs> so, now, I, I, honestly, I do think Pitch Perfect is a good is a good uh, example of like how this was. Like, I've never seen Pitch Perfect. I've only seen it a couple times, but like from what I've seen, it's a lot like this. I mean, I a don't bunch, know. Of, like, a bunch mo-
1: of white girls doing something with one token black girl. You know, <laughs> the movies I named were about step routines, not about like the actual concept that this follows like, I mean it's sad but I feel like step is like barely a part of this movie like it's really just about hey yeah. should you uh, you know I'm basically are you allowed to share your culture with people that are not a part of the culture I mean, is that all, like I mean, negative the, or a positive every you know
0: single know? climax of this movie is a step routine.
1: yes yeah but all right
0: like, so um we're getting to the conclusion of this movie uh the last thing that we have left is it uh, flash to that final regional step competition, um, and we see a bunch of different groups perform uh, at the opening of it. And the For other groups go first, age. and they they all do really really great. Um, and By I think thirty seconds, I mean five seconds. One of the one of the groups calls out SBB in their performance, I believe. Um, at That's least the it's, group from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, the one that like basically the. Top a different a different version of an the antagonist champ. in this story. The Lamar
1: Jackson's most valuable player.
0: So, um we get to the SBB team. They're feeling nervous and like they're like, "Oh, like they're all going to say this stuff about us." And I thought this is a powerful part of the movie because Jamila lets him know and says, "You know, you guys only have to feel like this for 10 minutes. Uh everyone else in there has to feel this way, you know, all the time." Uh, in different situations. Yeah because um, every, yeah it, yeah, especially be, like, because everyone else that is in this competition is black or a person of color. and these are just a bunch of white girls who are struggling with like, oh, everyone's gonna hate them for no reason when they don't like, yeah, like like what you're saying, I just wanted to yeah, <laughs> re, re, reiterate the point. And, and, and sure. uh, I want to
1: jump in really quick too. but before they get like she gets into that little spiel there, She's like, oh, do you feel like these people are going to judge you without actually knowing you based off the color of your skin? And she's like, uh, yeah, that's exactly what we feel like. And then that cuts over to Danielle, and she goes, so basically you're saying we're screwed? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, uh, Jamila says, are you going to drown in a pool of white girl tears, or are you going to get out there? And I, That's funny. Um, so they come out in these, like... Um, I, what is the way? Like they're like nightgowns and they're kind of prancing around to some really like, uh, I guess like white music. You ever, you ever seen the movie or the uh, TV show Sharper Objects? No. Okay. No. well, It's like whatever. What whatever that Are you talking about would the store tonight. in the mall? Uh,
1: <laughs> no. <So laughs> With, like e- the massage. Either chairs. way, they're being intentionally like, like
0: um, like overly. I don't know what the right word is, but they're being Press overly. It's white. Bougie. Yeah, but but they're being also very, like, passive, Bougie. too. And then they stop, and, and Beth, you know, Nick's favorite character, says, We didn't, you know, blister our feet and bloody our whatever. Um, our... <laughs>
1: Our feet didn't to make, bruise our bodies yeah. and bloody our feet.
0: <laughs> I couldn't remember. We didn't what the
1: blister was. our booties and skin our feet and milk our cows for nothing.
0: And then they break into their performance and they had a and decent. And by milk our cows, you know what I mean. And and the crowd <laughs> the crowd was happy. So then we go to the judge results. So third place was one of the teams that you know we didn't. Wait, hold on. We're, we're skipping their whole routine. Yep. You, you can talk about the routine. I don't, I don't have any commentary on the routine. Okay. Um. The routine was fucking awesome. It was amazing. Like what they uh, pulled off for never doing step in their entire life and over the course of what I imagine is at at, at most three months learning how to do. Um. Yeah. Uh work of fucking Jesus Christ that they could pull that kind of shit off. Yeah, it really
1: gives so much like, credit wow, to the choreographer. White white
0: people <laughs> are so good at adapting to stuff so quickly. Like, it's so realistic. It's, I mean, trust it, me, I mean, nobody's better at not, creating
1: it, stuff than but, the black culture, but nobody's better at to, succeeding at it than white culture. To be yeah, fair, it's like Give every, a round of applause
0: to white people real quick. I, 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 I get what you're saying, but I feel like it's like every single movie that's like this. Like... Every movie that has like a some kind of competition um, for dance or uh, mm-hmm. music, like the people who get involved into it, like usually have to do something in a short amount of time, really fast, and they train really hard. Like even like and, and then they win or whatever.
1: Like but beer fest, you're saying.
0: There's that, but there's there's a whole bunch of examples in film that have this yeah. kind of same. Well, this story one's line. even this one's even especially better because it's a bunch of white girls that have never done anything that these black. Uh, uh other characters have been doing their entire life and then they just can do it so so much better than
1: uh every other okay. group
0: all right the entire time. I don't know and if it, it I don't know if it goes that far, but right. like it's the same yeah. as like um what's that movie called with that little kid. Hey Settle um,
1: down Settle Down Dane.
0: Little Nikki? Yeah, yeah Dane Hey Jill, Hey um, Dane, why don't you <laughs> settle down on <all> it? Um <laughs> no, it's uh with the with kid, he like slaps the guitar and stuff. Like what's that? I don't know what that's called, but like that little august uh, Rush, yeah august Rush, singer he just automatically boom i'm good enough to perform for the world and then you also have like um different like uh movies where people just train for a little bit of time and then they're great like it's like i think that's what the the writer was going for not necessarily I mean, look at the, goku
1: and dragon ball z
0: yeah nick look at goku I mean, I mean, Nick. I mean, I mean, they Nick. Did make Have an you looked at Goku series about? But no, him I mean, training, like I did. Whatever. I, I did. Have you looked at I, Goku? I did. Like think about what you said too, and and um, yeah, I think there's a way that you could you could view that as problematic. But let's get to what the like the movie's ultimate like message is. Really and, quickly, uh,
1: though, I, I meant Gohan. but continue. Okay.
0: <laughs> so the judge results come in third place. It's a team that we didn't follow. Got that. Second place, another team we didn't follow. First place happens in Jamila's old sorority wins, and the MC tells um, the leader of that sorority that the judges changed the scores so that uh, SBB wouldn't lose and uh, would stay the way this is is ours. Yeah. Um, so the judges changed the scores that they wrote five seconds ago. Yeah. Right. To, to to make it so that the the, the white fraternity. <laughs> why, did or just, sorority, why didn't they just Why did they just write the scores I- immediately? I like, don't know. Like <laughs> well, we don't. We don't
1: know the order of how they changed the scores. Point is, the judges changed the scores to take SBB out of second place, mm-hmm. and that way they didn't place, and then so um, that Black Culture could keep step just as theirs. So
0: um, the 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 main uh, character, or not main character, but the leader of the um, uh, Jamila's old sorority, um, basically reveals that this had happened and invites the other the SVB to, to share the championship with them. Um, and they split the check. Um, and we're almost at the end here. So I'll just kind of power through. So then we see after they have this big celebratory thing, we see Jamila's parents who are now proud of Jamila and her mother apologizes to her and then starts criticizing Michelle Obama again, which is pretty funny. Um, and then they they tell her that they'll endorse her to go to Harvard, but she says I don't want to go to Harvard. And then we this kind of ends with we see a party, and the dean asks Jamila what's next, and she doesn't know. Um, and then in comes Dane and says he's proud of her and sees how he was you know wrong for being kind of this like PC douchebag. And then Kevin and Jamila end up together and both sororities dance together at the end. So Nick. Let's go into your hot take here uh, that you have on this film that was written by a black male, so I'm curious what you as a white male have to say about it. (laughs) Well, that's a a big lead-up to it. What's up, Dane? (laughs) Go ahead, Dane. Um, So the the genesis of this movie is that it is a movie about a white sorority going to a, a step competition, which is... Uh, entirely black culture and every, every other every other uh, contestant in, in the thing is black. And then doing better than every single fucking other comp uh, or competing team in it except for one, after practicing for about three months, and then the judges who just, I guess, stole it away from them, and then black, uh, the, the, the top winning black sorority, coming back and saying, "Oh no, 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 no. We got to give them. We got to give them half of our shit." Cuz they gave them half of their check. They didn't they didn't win second place. They just straight up just gave half of their winnings to the white sorority, which is the right thing to do. To give them half of their shit. Absolutely, oh, like, they did the other two teams players.
1: are refusing to. No, they, help. no,
0: no, no. They didn't. They, the, the judges didn't reach. Didn't change the results. No, all that happened was the top winning sorority gave half of their check to, uh, whatever. What, what is the? Yeah, but, but name? the judges yeah, like, changed the, the results because they were white. Right, but like, couldn't you uh, like go a little bit deeper and maybe make? Like maybe maybe not take away from the black sorority that did win, and uh, take away from maybe one of the other sororities that didn't that didn't deserve to win also, the third place one. Also
1: black sororities, but they said no. That's the point. They turned over. He said, "Are you guys gonna make this right?" And they did the little put the little fan in front of their face. They said, "Nope, we're not gonna be doing this." That's why they said we're gonna do the right thing. And we're going to split this money with this true second place team. That was a beautiful moment at the end.
0: Uh, man, I don't know. I feel like it's very flawed and problematic. Like I, I, I hear what you're saying, um, and I thought that originally at first, um, but after seeing who the writer was and knowing that he did uh, Dear White People, which is a comment commentary on, on race, it's, it's a pretty drastic commentary in today's society, I would say. By drastic, I mean like, you know, a lot of people who are white or and not, like, kind of thinking about these things probably aren't super comfortable with even the title of that. But my point is, trying to think about what his message was, and obviously he doesn't speak for all, you know, all black people, um, but I, I think it is an interesting commentary that, you know, when we talk about culture appropriation, um, is is – like there's there's a way that cultural appropriation I think is wrong, right? But then there's a way too where like other cultures can can participate in different things, I think. So I don't know, I think it's more complicated than saying it's not, because then you also have this terrible character of Dane, who is like this um white male who's trying to tell his black girlfriend, like, what's what's racist, what's not, what's okay, what's not and I, I think it's a right. It's a really clever commentary on the social situation because I think today we kind of sometimes people put things in a box is like this is the only way things can be this is right this is wrong and I don't think it's that simple all the time and I think this movie portrayed that in a really interesting way not saying that I totally agree with all the representations in it but I think like it it's worthy of of note to to analyzing it and I don't I think it's simple enough to say it's a movie about white people struggling over something that black people put barricades on them for and overcoming it. And that seems kind of fucking backwards to me.
1: Yeah, I'd say the only thing like in this movie that stuck out to me kind of like a little, I don't know, set off the alarm bells in my head, I guess, is it did come off to me as a movie that was consistently... It basically, like, it felt like to me it was consistently pointing to black culture to take it easy on white people that are attempting to be a part of that culture. And, like, I get it. Like, I personally, I don't, I mean, I personally, the whole cultural appropriation thing is really hard for me. Um, especially if it's an entertainment value. It makes it really hard because I feel like that's just, you know, especially in a capitalism market. Like, anybody's going to attack that. They're going to do what they have to do. Like, do we not make rock music anymore? Do we not make rap music anymore if we're a white person? Or, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's two separate. But I don't know. In this scenario, there's certain things I definitely agree with for it. But it's just hard. But I think it was an interesting take that, you know, everybody should be included, being able to compete and see if they can do it better. But, you know, just obviously I think the big thing is don't claim it as your own. Like, that's my big thing for cultural appropriation. Like, like, you can't take somebody else's idea and claim it as your own. Like, this is something we did as white people, you know? We have to admit where it came from and enjoy it as it is. This movie just basically
0: says, like, white people can do something that these this other black sororities and black people in this have been doing for their entire lives and do it just as good as them well i mean nick that's just movies that's though feels... that's
1: just movies
0: i, I yeah, like that's I, an I unfair that comparison a-
1: i get that aspect of it but no but that's like completely unfair like i mean happy gilmore walks onto a golf course and all of a sudden he can drive a ball 300 yards yeah, but happy uh, gilmore we're... wasn't
0: based upon race Okay, well, This movie had racist tendencies for the whole sure thing. Sure, it did, but that's what like, a this movie is. What the movie is. Was like, supposed to be it's about. It's supposed to
1: be about if you train hard enough, anything can happen. That happens in so many different movies. Right, but I mean, I would like to think a black writer and...
0: I am sounding like the Dane of the goddamn movie saying And I also
1: this. feel like you wouldn't have these feelings if it was 2017 when the movie came out.
0: It, maybe not, but I have learned a lot over the last couple of weeks of with everything that's been going on. Like, I, yeah, I admit that. Like, I I I would not have these same beliefs. No, and I'm not saying it's like a bad
1: thing to have those feelings. Now, I'm just saying I think that you personally might be blowing it more out of proportion than it needs to be because of your intense emotion that you carry behind the topic. Probably. Right, and I I mean, but I think, like, at the same
0: time, I, and I, I don't know because I'm not the writer, but I think what the writer uh, was trying to do was put... Um, I think, I think it did two things. One, kind of making this point that, you know, people who like something, if you like doing something necessarily, you should be able to do it. Or if you want to, like, go for something, But which is problematic in this movie because not necessarily these people were doing this because they liked doing it. They were doing it because they were trying to save their their. Sorority, which I think that's right, the point yeah. that is, is problematic, not necessarily that they're stepping in general, right? Because if this is a white sorority that's right. like, hey, I want to do step. They should be able to do step in my mind. But I think Absolutely. what the writer was trying to do was put this uh, kind of an issue in a way that also your average day white person could connect with, and I think he, he did that in a clever way. Um, but what was that term you used earlier, Dylan? Was it whitewashed? That's what they use in the movie. Yeah. Like I mean, I don't want to make assumptions, but I'm going to. But I'm going to guess the director and the writer of this movie have been white whitewashed and been like one of the people of color that have been accepted Shit. into the uh, cult of white supremacy in a in a in a very in in a way that's really hard for me to explain over this comedy podcast I, but you know like there are, that, I'm just that that so does happen. On
1: where... I'm just so confused on like where this is coming like I agree this is that coming the movie from... I agree that the movie had a tendency to lean towards like hey uh support the white people that are trying to get involved with black culture instead of uh hey protect black culture you know what i mean but like i feel like you're being very I mean, well, to be right, frank, so, so, dramatic so about it.
0: In, in in this movie, the black sorority in it was not okay with what was happening, right? Until the end, yeah. Until the end, until they saw them dance I mean, spectacularly.
1: To be fair, to be fair, right. we, to be so fair, you're we using only the saw the defense of what the movie that you're criticizing portrayed. Right.
0: Well, that's all. That's what we're
1: talking about today, right? But you just now, but I mean, you just. We're arguing against the movie, and then used the same exact movie to prove your point. This is a comedy podcast. Um, (laughs) You're just trying trying to be intense, man. I'm I'm
0: I'm having a hard time articulating my feelings that I've been trying to deal with over the last couple of weeks. Yes, I will admit that it's hard for me to explain. I've had conversations with 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 a bunch of people, and I've been listening to these podcasts that I have been listening to religiously, and they're talking about all these things, and it's hard for me to 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 say what i what i feel it's it's complicated as the whole situation i is. think everybody believes but it that everything
1: be. that's going on in the world is incredibly important and i want that to be un clearly just you need to know that that's how all three of us feel on this podcast black lives matter we will fight for it we protest we will do what we can to help this fight no matter what. and I think that what we're saying is... I, I think... I mean, what I'm saying personally is... I think that you're relating too much to cultural appropriation... to what's going on in the world with systemic racism and police brutality. And, I do believe yeah. it's something that's important in the world. I just don't think it's as intense as how you're describing it at this moment.
0: I, I, I mean, I, I, I don't know what... I, I think intent is important, but... Like, at the end of the day, like, honestly... I like I, I get what you're saying, Nick, and I and I don't necessarily disagree with you. I think there were some parts of it that probably were a, a little sure. problematic, depending on how you For look sure. at it. I and I think that the intent of uh, the production team was not the intent that you're receiving from it, and I, I do think there's there's some analysis that needs to go into that, um, and I don't think it's necessarily fair to just say like every. Like I, I don't know if the way that you're classifying the movie I guess is, is completely fair because you're also putting into a box what can and can't be created as art and I think that's a little bit problematic. Um, I don't know, but I get what you're saying yeah. too because I, I I didn't I didn't see the movie coming out this way. I just and I think its message is more so on, you know, basically people should be able to do what they what their interests are or want to do. Um, and at the end of the day, some like you know things aren't- partic- don't belong to a certain race; they belong to people,
1: but I think it's just more important to let black creators determine what they want their content to be, and I don't think it's fair to label them as a potential being whitewashed or somebody that's been accepted into white privilege. That was why I had a problem with what you said just i don't
0: I, I don't think that Uh, things belong to a certain race in general, but when a certain race makes all the fucking dope shit and a bunch of white people profit off of it, then it might be a little fucking problematic and it's something we should talk about, like we are right now. And also, I do want to clearly shout out that Gage Golightly is just such a fucking boss-ass bitch. For sure. Yeah, she, her culture, her cultural appropriation of this movie was on fleek, yo. Yeah. I mean, Gage, if you, you, you could argue that Gage Golightly is the only character that is stereotyped for the white perspective. That's true. <laughs> because they just claimed it as a southern veil. <laughs> yeah, um, I think, you no, know, And honestly, I was just looking it up while you two were discussing, this movie did get um, some, some criticism uh, before it was even released. So it, I think it is kind of a conversation, but I think one of the important things is that conversation needs to be flexible and needs to happen because that's how humans grow. So let's no, with I mean, that. It's essentially sure. what we're doing right now as three white brothers that grew up in exactly the same circumstances, but you know, like this is our own perspective. We have to talk about it. We have to talk it out, but let's move on because this is supposed to be a comedy podcast and I'm going to cut half of this. Yeah. I mean, maybe it makes sense <laughs> to do that. So um, <laughs> let's get to the ratings um, I'm going to go first because I just feel like that makes sense um, and I'm better than my brothers so here we go <laughs> my rating, uh, this actually is the movie I rated the highest I enjoyed this movie um, mostly because I thought that the comedy when it was put in there was really funny um, particularly uh, the scene where like the guy's trying to get them to have their inner animal go out Like I just thought a lot of it was funny I'm, I'm going to give this actually 6 out of 10 I'm, I'm rating this as a ripe movie, actually. Well, all right. You're doing it how I did the Emoji Movie. Mitchell, let's hear you go next.
1: Uh, I'm going to drop it as a 5 out of 10. I did enjoy it. It's probably my highest-ranked movie yet, um, mostly because it wasn't animated and intended for kids, and it was slightly well done. So better than anything we've <laughs> seen yet on this podcast. <laughs> But yeah, 5 out of 10. Uh, I, I enjoyed it. I mean, I had a good time watching it. The beginning was very boring for me, though. It took about halfway through for me to catch on.
0: Yeah, I'm going to rate it as a 95% because that's how they rate things on, ro- or on not on on Rotten Tomatoes on Pornhub. And <laughs> this movie really just set my uh, loins on fire. What like, is wrong with you? Why is this your yeah, approach to this d- podcast? I mean, I mean, it's mainly that one scene. <laughs> With, all the, with, with everyone doing their uh, sexy and intensely orgasmic dance moves. So what but if I'm you gonna rate, rate this? If I'm going to rate this in a, in a, in a real perspective, uh, I'm going to rate it probably at a uh, two and a half. Because of... I, no, I want to I go three and a half. Um, just because of like a lot of flaws in it, but there was a lot of good things too in terms of how it was made. And the acting, I, I don't have any problem with all that. Terrible problems with the storyline, terrible problems with, uh, a lot of other things. But, yeah, I'll give it a three and a half. Ninety-five percent on Pornhub though. Okay, um, so, uh, before we close up here, a couple different things we, um, have to decide our next movie. But first, we have to do our segment called Something Great, and it's Mitchell's turn this week. Mitchell, what is something that you've been uh, watching lately that you were going to recommend to our listeners what you fucking with
1: so this is available streaming you need amazon prime uh it's new i believe i don't know how recent it is but it's called upload uh it's a basically it's a show based around a young maybe like 25 year old man it, what's it about it's good i've
0: seen i've seen the first season <laughs> sorry you've seen the whole first season oh yeah it's good but nick thanks yeah, for interrupting I just... him go ahead mitchell <laughs>
1: I just watched the first season, so I just finished the first season, but it's about a young man who basically dies in a world where you have the choice to either die naturally or you can be uploaded by having your brain incinerated and sent into a digital afterlife where you know people question whether or not that's your actual soul or consciousness, but whatever, it doesn't matter, and My it follows attention. a man who is uploaded into the afterlife. Um, but I've been loving it. I watched the whole first season in about four days, it's ten episodes, and... I think it was great. Yeah, it's it. good.
0: Um it's a cool I commentary uh, it's on Amazon Prime. I I recommend it as well. I was surprised that you said that. So everybody um, go out there and subscribe to Amazon Prime because we know Jeff Bezos yeah. needs some more money. Yeah. And we hate labor. Yeah. So please, <laughs> uh, we hate labor on this podcast. Nobody likes unions on this podcast or anything like that. So. Fuck the unions.
1: <laughs> no, I mean Amazon Prime did post uh, the black square on Blackout Tuesday, so I think you can continue shopping with them. Right. That's, That's right. how the world works.
0: That's right. Um, no, just kidding. Um, I you know. <laughs> Pro pro labor, but still sucked into the Amazon nonsense. So that's that's how it goes. Um, So what's next? We uh, have a palate cleanser, thankfully, because honestly, it is becoming kind of tiring to watch all these horrible movies. Dude, it is it is kind of getting exhausting in myself, Mitchell. I'm sure it's fine for you because yeah, I'm I'm just chilling. I watch terrible movies
1: at least three times a week, so this is just my life. So that's um, why I created this podcast. If you guys didn't know, quick profile on me, Mitchell, uh, creator of the podcast. Oh, Dylan, go ahead. Biggest dick so, on the podcast. So, <laughs> um, in,
0: in light of, of what's going on and, um, you know, even after watching this movie, uh, it was suggested by Mitchell or maybe Nick uh, that our palate cleanser was uh, created by a black filmmaker. So, we are all putting forth movies this week uh, created by a black filmmaker, and we're going to watch uh, that film. So, the movie that I'm putting forth is a movie that I've seen that is really great. If, if no one's seen it, please go watch it. I think it has a good... Uh, ...social commentary on our society. It's called Sorry to Bother You. Uh, Nick, what's your I have your seen movie? it. Um, uh, just quick... Give us a quick uh, <clears throat> synopsis of Sorry to Bother You, if you could. Um, I, I guess it's, our, so. It's, I, I, it's kind of like an alternative reality of kind of like the present day. We have our main character. He's a telemarketer, and he finds himself kind of um, trying to survive in this ruthless corporate capitalist society... Um, and he basically has to make his way. There's more commentary on that, but uh, it was directed by and written by Boots Riley, who is an activist and screenplay writer. I'm uh, going with a movie that I haven't seen before, uh, but uh, my friend, um, Michael Kruk, shout out to Kruk, uh, texted me about this and said that he cried three different times while watching this just the other day. Um, it's called Just Mercy. It, I, I think it came out. Yeah, it came out January tenth, two thousand twenty. Uh, I don't actually know where you can find it, but I'm sure you can find it uh, in places. And this is the uh, synopsis. After graduating from Harvard, Brian Stevenson heads to Alabama to defend those wrongly condemned or those not afforded proper res- representation. One of his first cases is that of Walter McMillan. Who is sentenced to die in 1987 for the murder of an 18 year old girl despite evidence proving his innocence? In the years that follow, Stevenson encounters racism and legal and political maneuverings as he tirelessly fights for McMillan's life.
1: Free on YouTube, Google Play, and Amazon Prime.
0: Yes, yeah, uh, directed by Destin Daniel Cretan. I don't know how to pronounce that. Uh, Michael B. Jordan's in it. Uh, everyone- Jamie Foxx, Brie Larson. Oh shit! Says. This is uh. What's it called again? Just Mercy. There's some people from uh goddamn the Marvel Cinematic U- Universe in here. We got, we got uh, Brie Larson and Michael B. Jordan. Hell yeah. Well, I mean
1: Michael B. Jordan, he's a villain in uh, Black Panther. Yeah, he's, yeah. <laughs> he's not in it anymore. <laughs> uh, spoiler alert. Okay. <laughs> Brie Larson is probably going to be the
0: lead going forward. He's she's probably going to be the Iron Man character.
1: But uh, Now for the podcast creator I'm going to double up I said this last time for our palate cleanser but I want to watch The Black Klansman Um, I think most people probably know what this movie is but it's about a black detective trying to infiltrate the KKK with the help of Adam Driver another detective that works in the same Colorado Springs Police Department with him Uh, 96% on Rotten Tomatoes Probably got to be hard to miss with that percentage. So I'm excited. I'm hoping that's the one we watch, but I can't vote yeah. for it, so it's up to you guys. Mine's
0: at 83. And um, and mine, audience let starts. me see what mine is at.
1: Do, 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 do. Damn, you we know what's we gonna love really dead su- air
0: on here. It's going to really suck watching a movie without Gage go lightly. Mine's at 93%. So mine's 93. Nick, yours is, what, 82 uh 88 but mine also like was just 83 for 83 sorry and what's yours mine's 96 96 okay um okay well uh you know you know how we do this um you guys both have seen mine i've seen mitchell's i have not seen nick's nick which ones have you seen i have seen only yours
1: mitchell i have seen only yours and mine no wait i haven't seen mine Only yours. (laughs) (laughs) All right.
0: Well, here we go. Three, two, one. Which one you pick? I say Just Mercy. Just Mercy. I say Black. Oh, it's Just Mercy then. Uh, all right. Cool. I won.
1: I really don't think I'm ready for this. If it made Crook cry three times, I'm gonna have a hard time getting through this. Dad also
0: told me it was uh, a really good movie. Our dad did.
1: Yeah. Oh, well, her dad's a bitch, so... I'm just kidding, Pops. Happy Father's uh, Day. Dad. Father's Day, bitch! Um, okay, well,
0: um, now that we have the movie next week, so we want to tell you where you can find us. You can find me on Twitter. I'm at Dylan Wagella, D-Y-L-A-N-W-E-G-E-L-A. Uh, feel free to follow me. Feel free to, you know, at me or, or, or direct message me. I don't know really what's going on on there, but, you know, feel free to follow me. That's all I got. Go direct ahead direct message Dylan. Uh, find me on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook at Nick Wagella. or listen to my other podcast, Split 6 at Split 6 Media. Listen to my other other podcast, 10 Dab Challenge at 10 Dab Challenge, especially on YouTube. Please watch it because we're not on any of the podcasting apps yet, but we are on YouTube and we are interviewing Airsoft Fatty, which you might know from uh, this really fat guy going around playing with a lightsaber. You know, that's, that's coming up on Friday. I don't know when it'll be released, but He's got a lot of followers, you, so I'm excited. It's also, his chosen
1: stays name, just for the record. You can also yeah, listen
0: didn't. to his other, other, other podcast, uh, Woke White Men, uh, coming out next week. <laughs> Go ahead, Mitchell. Yeah.
1: Um, so you can follow me on Twitter at Mitch Weggs with a Z, uh, W-E-G-Z. Um, Mitch Dubs Music on Instagram, but I also with want you to know um, you can for that one. you can also follow <laughs> on Twitter, Gage Golightly, at lightly. And you can also follow her on Instagram at GageGolightly, just her full name. 106,000 followers on Instagram, so she's doing better there. Uh, but Mitch Dubs is my name on the musical world, so uh, follow, listen, and uh, share with your compadres. Dylan.
0: And uh, last thing that we want to say is that you need to remember that it's more important to listen to us than to listen to yourself, and we're going <laughs> to sign off on that. This is Well That sucked. Have a great week. We'll see you next week.
1: Hey Gage boom, boom. what go, you go, doing Gage boom, boom. Hey Gage go, boom, boom. Where are you going Gage.
0: Who's that Gage Who's
1: that Gage Who's that Gage It's Gage, Who's that Gage? It's Gage Go yeah
0: <laughs> All right I'm going to stop. turn
1: quick. this shit off or something